tried to bam that thing. LeBron James. Mm -hmm. If y'all stay together, how many rings you think y'all have won? Y'all so dangerous together. I'll probably be in LA right now. <laughs> <laughs> probably, be, probably be traveling with his backpack. Now I'm. <laughs> His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was the one? Hey, this is Sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the Sports Desk. New Sports Desk. You're listening to the Sports Show. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? He lied! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk, episode 182, episode 182. We are glad to be back at it, man. Uh, you know, me and Black took some time off last week. I know, I know you guys feel away every time we don't get out and give a show up, but we tired too, bruh. <laughs> we get a little tired too, so we took last week off, man, to kind of recharge, man, and now we are back in here. But this episode, man, we got some unfinished business, some unfinished debating before we move on to a football season, college football and NFL are right around the corner. Um, but before we get there, man, we're going to have a very um, entertaining style show. So we're going to cover some topics that are going out there, going on out there in the sports world. And then we're going to get into our top 10 of all time. Our top 10 NBA players of all time. Our opinion, according to us, how we feel. And we're going to debate about that. All right. So um, let's go ahead and get into uh some of the topics that I got written down. Black Gronk is retiring. Rob Gronkowski is officially hanging it up, man. Um Black I, I, I mean I just think he's the greatest tight end ever. No. I think he's the best ever. And uh the reason being is well simply man, he was unstoppable. He was literally unstoppable. Did he stay hurt? Yes. Was he injury prone? Yes. But when he was upright and had that football and running up the field, he was literally unstoppable. Even you go look at his numbers, man. He got all-time numbers. I think he got the most touchdowns ever for a tight end in the history of the game. So it, it's Tony Gonzalez first, then him, I believe mm -hmm. it is. But, you know, super, what, two, three-time Super Bowl champion? I mean, I just think on the field, healthy, healthy. He's the best my eyes ever seen. No shade of Gonzalez or Shannon Sharp or, or uh, Antonio Gates, none of those guys. The only one that I feel who could come and surpass him is Kelsey. By the time Kelsey's done, I think Kelsey can't survive Gronk. What you think about that, man, as Gronk retires? Well, shout out to Gronk, man. Gronk is uh, by far one of the top tight ends that we have seen play the game of NFL football. For me, and, and I hate to say it this way for Gronk, for, about Gronk, I think he really was able to show what he had because, you know, due to the unfortunate things that was going on with Aaron Hernandez, we was looking at Aaron Hernandez, well, I was, as that as that guy, before he got into all that mess he was, him and Tom Brady had a connection out of this world. We even seen Aaron Hernandez get his money early in his career because of the things he was doing with Tom. But also they had Gronkowski, who was also just coming along, and when he got his, his, full, his full chance, he took advantage of it, and... You know, having Tom Brady, it doesn't hurt. But Gronk, the thing, the one thing that I respect about Gronk and this NFL and things he do, he blocks. 
He gets down there and blocks. He do all the dirty work. Some of these tight ends now, they don't, they don't block. They just uh, get a receiver sets and go downfield and catch the football, which is all is great. But uh, Gronk, to me, was a throwback tight end. He was uh, one of those guys who caught the ball, scored touchdowns, and also did the dirty work on that, on that uh, well, offensive line well, when when you needed a, needed a block, or needed yeah. an extra blocker there as well. Yeah, but when you look at him, when you look at him on the field, yeah, he was a throwback. He had mm-hmm. elements of a throwback tight yeah. end. But you see his athleticism. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's so the, what I'm the, saying. the combination of the two is what makes him – and I hear what you're saying about Hernandez. Hernandez, I think he was – I ain't going to say he was the first – because Antonio Gates and, and Gonzalez, but when you look, Hernandez actually looked like a wide receiver at tight end. Even though he was bigger, he was still yeah. a big guy, but that's how he looked. But he really just flexed and got up and down the field. But the first thing we was able to see that two, we had never seen that two tight end set before. Not like this, at this quality. Yeah, no, I'm saying two. when it was him, Aaron Hernandez, and Gronk. And I'm so not I'm saying that I'm this not quality. Trying, yeah, yeah. That, this, that type of quality. And from jump, it was it was Aaron Hernandez who he was like okay yeah he emerged he was yeah, there he, he emerged as the guy he did but Gronk also he also seen had his moments and he mm-hmm. was able to keep it going but for me Gronk being uh, Gronk being that that throwback that new type of tight end I think it played pay a lot of dividends for him as well okay. but you see for for me. Um, Tony Gonzalez will always be number one in my book for the things that he has done. And I also put Shannon Sharp up there as well. Those guys always uh, play the tight end position, I feel like, the way it needs to be played. But this is a new NFL now. Where Gronk was able to to do it all together and be that type of tight end that could do it all. You really can't say you have a do-all tight end. You don't hear that much. And Gronk was that type of tight end. Not only did he block, he caught the ball, scored touchdowns. I mean, he just helped. He was the key to... Uh, a lot of offenses for Tom Brady. A lot of stuff went through Gronk when they didn't have receivers. So Gronk was able to utilize what he had and and, and capitalize on everything he was able to do as a tight end. And that's why I say he will always be up there for me as one of the greatest tight ends of all time because of the way that he played the game of uh, football in a tight end position. Yeah, shout out Rod Gronkowski, man. Um, to me, like I said, six foot seven, six foot eight. 260, 265, man. Just so he's when you're dealing with somebody who's unstoppable and they proved it year in and year out, minus the injuries. I'm talking about when he was healthy on the field. You, I mean, how can he not yeah. be the greatest of all time? But no slight to anybody else. Just what my eyes seen, I'm pretty sure when safeties and DBs was lining up and 87 was coming down the field, oh, yeah. I'm sure that was a different type of scare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a different was. type of scare. All right, uh, Black. Um, Bart Scott. Bart Scott um, is in the media now, former linebacker of the National Football League. Pretty good linebacker for sure. He came out and he um, started a little conversation. We've done the Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady thing for <laughs> almost 20 plus years now, obviously between the two of those guys. But Bart said in his defensive meetings, it was much harder to prep for Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady and that got a debate going it's not who was better that's not what he said he said preparing for them so black in your opinion what do you think about him saying Manning was more harder to prep for than Tom Brady um it's hard to say D it's hard to say I me personally I'm gonna say Peyton because Peyton does so much 
at the line and for a time in, in Tom's career, he was just doing whatever the offensive coordinator said do. And for me, <laughs> Peyton never... Like, you really didn't need an offensive coordinator. He was the offensive coordinator. And then I also, and I think playing a part in that also is that Bart Scottenham was able to beat uh, Tom Brady a few times. So, I know that played a part in that decision-making as well. And they didn't do so well against Peyton when they played against Peyton. But Peyton is always going to be the all-time offensive coordinator while he's playing the quarterback position. He was able to change up a lot and see a lot, read defenses. Tom just go with the floor of what his offensive coordinator is telling him, in my opinion. Has it been successful for Tom? Hell yes, he the GOAT. He the GOAT. It's been successful for him. But for me, I have to agree with Brock Scott on, on, on him saying that uh, it's much harder to pair for Peyton Manning. Yeah, this is no question. It's, it's, I don't even think it's a question. Why ask it? He didn't ask who was better. He didn't ask that. He said to prepare for it. After Peyton Manning first year, they went thir- they went three and thirteen his first year as a rookie. Every year after that, they had a winning record. Mm-hmm. Every year after that, and that's because he took control of the offense. We see it. Go look up a YouTube video. He literally walks up to the line, <laughs> points out everybody's position on the defense. Then he goes to his wide receivers and let them know what the play is. He'll turn around and tell either Edron James or, or Rose or whoever was behind him at the time, hey, this is what we're doing. And then he'll tell his offensive line what the protection is. Hut. <laughs> yeah. Tommy just coming up, reading the wristband. Yeah, you're right. Say go. You're right. Say right. go. So pre- preparation? You not only are you dealing with the coaches on the sideline, you're dealing with the most, probably the most IQ'd mind from a quarterback perspective that we've ever seen in Peyton Manning. So I don't think it's a conversation. Now, you know, some people out there have to say, I'm hating <laughs> Tom and Tommy and Tom. I love Tom. Tom the gold. <laughs> Tom the gold. But preparation, go watch some YouTube videos. And the ultimate compliment is all the greats, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, Troy Palomo, they all say it. They say leading up to Peyton Manning week, they ain't call it the Colts. <laughs> they say Peyton Manning week. Bro, like we, we, our heads about to split wide open. Split wide open. It's a dope clip on YouTube in the old school format of Sunday Night Football on ESPN. Ray Lewis and Peyton Manning in Baltimore. The Baltimore crowd was... No, it was the Indianapolis. The Indianapolis crowd was quiet. Quiet. Peyton had him quiet. He walks up to the line, and him and Ray Lewis are going back and forth on calling plays and calling covers. It was the most mind-blowing thing I had ever seen. And, and you say, Hut. Like, the brand capacity, along with the physicality, you never seen nothing like that. Yeah. Like Peyton Manning. So, you, yeah, no and question. You, and you also got to think about, just, just talking about Peyton real quick, you always got to think about, if they doing the type of pepper defenses of doing the preparation for him, what what his preparation like? Right. What is he is like? Right. When he's able to Great dissect point. the defense after just coming out for before a drive. Great point. I know what you're going to do before you do it. Great point. And you have to switch up your whole defense. You probably have defense probably have to go to a place they had no business doing nothing. They had no business running. But they had to switch things up because the Peyton already knew what time it was with your defense. Yeah, Rex Ryan so said it all the time. What was Peyton's preparation like? Rex Ryan said it all the time. <laughs> Rex Ryan said in the, the, the division around when they beat the Colts, he said, he, I think he said like 50 or 6% of the plays they hadn't caught all season. They didn't call them all season. Mm. Because he said if we would have went in with what we knew defensively, he would have killed us. Mm. What kind of compliment is that? Yeah. 
So just, in my opinion, it ain't nothing to talk about. Prepping wise, it's gotta be paying. It's gotta be. All right, Black, let's go to your world, man. The sport of boxing, man. Like, we got us a nice summertime main event attraction, man. Canelo Saul, Avarez, and Triple G, Giannotti, Galani, Golovkin. They will do it again on September 14th, I believe it is, for the third time. The first time, it ended in a draw. The second time, Canelo got the uh, split decision win. And now we're going into a third fight, Black. How do you feel knowing that this fight was set? And what did you think about that stare down yesterday? Um, for me, we knew this fight was coming. Yep. Not the very most exciting fight or, right. you know, get us up out of our seat type of fight. But it's something that I guess you could say had to be done, especially with the draw and then the split decision. Yeah. They had to do it a third time. But for me, this is just a stepping stone for Canelo to get back, you know, to uh, what he lost in that last fight. Mm -hmm. I believe Canelo uh, gonna come out here, and I, and I really don't know how much Triple G has left. We don't see much of Triple G when he does fight. Can't see he's, him in a while. He's, he's fighting overseas, never on pay per view. Yep. Like you know, if we ain't had the links, we wouldn't even knew he was fighting. Yep. You know, so yep. this is this is the big stage for him. But on on the first two times that he's fought Canelo. We haven't got the best out of Triple G. Right. And I'm hoping that we can get some form of something out of him, something good, uh, something to put uh, in the ring when they're going against each other right. so we can have some fireworks. But right. I believe some way, somehow, this fight ends in a KO. But in this fight, if I'm if I'm a betting man, I got to go with Canelo. I think Canelo is really hot. People have been saying things on his name and talking about him. So I think he's going to come out try to prove a point. And get uh, Triple G out of here, and and I'ma go along with that. I'ma say Canelo ends this fight maybe in like ninth, tenth round, and uh, wins the third and very last fight of them uh, fighting. I feel good about it. I don't mind seeing it. Um, the first two fights both were good. I felt late in that second fight, Canelo really established himself as the better of the two. But Black, you're right. Triple G, he hasn't been seen. He hasn't had big fights. He's just been kind of back over overseas doing his thing. And um, I don't know, man. It's, 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 this is more for Canelo. Like you just said, than more for Triple G. Now, I have something in my stomach. When boxers come off losses, when they come off losses, and we know Canelo spent a lot of time in heavier weight the last, what, maybe four or five fights? Mm -hmm. Maybe the last two years, he's been fighting heavier guys. He has. Will it show? Will it show him coming back down the way? Will his quickness still be there? Will he be able to dodge Bob? Will it still be there? We know Triple G got something to prove. Yeah. We does. know he got something to prove. So this one, I'm going to be keeping a close eye on because of what Canelo's been through. Coming back down to his natural weight mm. and seeing what this is all about. He did say before the uh, uh, stare down that this fight is personal. He said this fight is personal for him. So, I don't think it had nothing to do with Triple G, though. Yeah, but I know, for me, I don't understand Triple G's stance. Because you just, you bark for this so much. You talk so much. You did. This and that, this you and did. that, but you were so quiet. Yeah. And have much to say. I don't understand that tactic. I don't understand that. You know, and Canelo, like, I'm giving you what you want, but you here and you don't have much to say now. You know, and, and, yeah, and it's hard to know. read it. It's hard to kind of read into it. Yeah. Because we know how fighters are. They could be it could be playing mind games or doing anything. Yeah, psychological. But for me, Triple G, like this is This is it. I man. don't know how you feel, D, but this is this is it. This is it for him. This is it for you. 
yeah, like bro. if you don't beat Canelo this that's time, it. that's it. We're not going to hear from you again. Correct. The only way we're going to know about you is like I said, because we had the links and we'll see that you fighting. Correct. Like Correct. boxing world will not be talking about you. Right. You will not be in nothing pound for pound. You will not be a topic here. Right. Yeah, you might have a nice knockout rate, but against who? Against who? Yeah, this is it for him. Yeah, this is this, this is, is the last. This is the last chance for him to get it right. And you don't show up to this press conference. You don't show up. You showing up to, to the press conference like a guy that like you ain't got nothing to lose. Well, we'll see. You the one that got something to lose here. I don't think it's Canelo because I think, let's say if Canelo did take a loss, Canelo's still going to be around because you know why? He's a money draw. People's gonna, people are going to want to fight him still. So it's more on Triple G, in my opinion, that he have to come in this fight and deliver. And D, I really don't know if he's going to be able to because I don't like the stance that he's taking going into this fight. Well, like you said, we don't know the psyche, you know, the, 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 the psych, what his psyche is like. We don't know. So let's let it breathe a little bit mm -hmm. and let's see what happens. And I do agree with you. It was kind of weird to see him kind of do that yeah but uh we'll see we'll see all right black this weekend ufc 276 we haven't talked about mma here um in a little while but we got a pretty massive card this weekend the very best 185 pounder in the world israel style benna at asanya at 22 and 1 will defend the middleweight strap against jared the terminator connie air connie has earned this shot he's an og in the game he's been on a streak on a terror for the past a uh, year or two and I think this is a fight where he's just earned his spot he's a dangerous opponent in this situation and here's why I say that his power is more than Paulo Acosta's his power is more than anybody it is better than Whitaker's it's better than anybody that Israel has faced but I just don't think he'll be a challenge <laughs> I just think he's too slow and if Stylebender is focused, he should take care of this fight. What do you think about the main event, UFC 276, Black? Yeah, I have to agree with you, D. Uh, I like the guy Kinnear. I, I I like him a lot. And not only Kinnear, does, yeah. he have, does he have a lot of power, he has great wrestling as well, he does. too. He does. But the thing is, man, you when you're dealing with a Swiss Army knife and uh, uh, Stylebender, man, it's, it's, it's going to be a long day from you. Like, I was watching the countdown. The guys can say, you can say a lot about people leading up. But once you get in that ring, man, and have to deal with that length and as long as he is and he can get you from anywhere, he literally can Touch take you out with a shot or he can put you on the ground and get you up out of here. So it's 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 definitely, I'm, I'm expecting Stylebender to make a statement because that's what he does, you know. And I feel like these last couple fights he has had, D, uh, outside of the uh, Acosta fight, he's literally, I think he's been bored. I well, think he's been bored. Well, he lost. He lost to. Uh, that was in a different weight class. I'm talking about with the 185. That was oh, a in middleweight class. Okay. Yes. Right. I think he's been bored with the middleweight guys. Other, he got a cost out there, and then his next fight, he went all the way to decision. So, mm. I'm just ready to see uh, a statement. A, a statement from a uh, style bender, and mm. I think we get that Saturday night. Yeah, I look forward to it, man. It's always good when you got one of the best in the game. Take a center stage, man. All right, Black. I know how you feel about this one. <laughs> Your guy, Max Blessed Holloway at 23 and six, former featherweight champion of the world. He's going against a bad man, the man who took it from him. Alexander Volkanovsky, who has been on an impressive run ever since he won this title. Black, can Holloway reclaim the throne against an on fire Volkanovsky? Well, for me, D, I'm just gonna let you know right now, this is personal for me, man. 
it's personal for me. Um, as long as I've been watching MMA and we've been talking about it, covering it, being fans of it, Max Holloway is one of my favorite fighters. You know, and it's not a lot of guys I go to bat for, but Max is one of those guys. I've seen Max lose his belt, but seeing Max also come back after losses and look great. Like against these guys, Max Max has let it be known he's not going anywhere in this division. He's going to stay at the top one or two guys, and that's what he do. Even though Volkanovski did beat him the first time, I don't think he beat him the second time, but that's here and they they fighting again. But for me, D, I got to go along the lines and say, if 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 my guy Max Holloway can't get this done, this is it for him at this division. I believe Max has to move up or figure out what he's going to do because he won't get another shot. And and for me, I really do believe Max can get it done. But it's type of some type of scary when you have a guy like Volkanovski training with style bender. It's very, very it makes you like, man, like if he training with that guy, and I never I never knew that they were teammates. I never knew that. But just due to COVID situations, they weren't training together. They just got back together this year and start, I mean, for this fight and start back training. So you gotta think that the champ is going to be prepared. But I also I also think Max is going to give it his all because Max probably feels like he beat him that second time. And I know Max wants to make a statement and regain that title. It's been a lot that happened with Max, but he was able to stand his ground and stay at that top to be able to get this shot. So I'm going to I'm going to roll with Max because Max is my guy, but I think he's going to be in in a decision, a, a unanimous decision win. I don't think Max is going to be able to take uh, Volkanovski out. I hate these types of fights. I hate them because of what they're going, what this fight represents. This is it for Holloway to be at the top of the mountain of this division. Either he wins. Or he has to leave the division if he's in search of gold. Is Holloway's career cemented? Yes, he's already cemented. He, to me, he don't have to do anything else. He's one of the, he's still the best featherweight of all time. Now Volkanovski is challenging that. Yes, he is. But Max is still it. That first fight, I mean, Volkanovski got him. That second fight, I don't, I don't think Max lost that fight. But you gotta. Beat the, the champion. champion. Yep, you do. And 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 this is either gonna go to one or two ways, Black. Either somebody's getting out of here early, or this is gonna be an absolute war. And that's what I'm leaning on. Okay. Max is a former champion. He's tough as they come. He's beating the baddest and he's beating the best. But this dude over here, Volkanovski, he is really real. And he's earned respect around the MMA world because he didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Even when he won the title, he didn't have it. When he fought Max the second time, he didn't have it. But when he started banging on Ortega and banging on Sorry and banging on everybody who came his way, and now all that is left is the former champion, the guy who he's already beaten. Respect. Respect. But Black, I hate to break your heart. <laughs> I just say Volkanovski beats Max. Okay. I just Volkanovski is in his prime, and he's literally moving like a machine. He's short, he's stocky, he's quick, he's powerful. And Holloway's just getting a little older, man. He's getting a little older, getting a little longer in the tooth. And I just don't think Max is in his prime. I just think he's outside of it. I do think he's outside of his prime. Can he shock the world and shock me? I welcome it. But I'm going to go with Volkanovski, man. I think Volkanovski stops Holloway. Oh, okay. I think fourth round TKO. As this fight gets later and later, I think the will of Volkanovski... Gets really hot away, man. Retains okay. the championship. 
But we'll see, man. UFC 276, it's, hey, you got to love these, man. You got to love these cards. All right, real quick, the NBA draft. The NBA draft was this past Thursday. Had some surprises, and the biggest one probably was at the top. Okay, my dog, Paolo. Paolo Banchero. Went number one overall to the Orlando Magic. Black, this is a draft where you had a lot of versatile players, especially in that top 10 spot. How surprised were you that Banchero went number one overall to the Magic? Uh, first, before we get into that, this is one thing I want to say that it really amazed me and it, and it resonated with me to see mothers play the sport of basketball and have their sons oh, yeah. that was in the to top see. of the draft. D, I don't know about you, it was dope to see for me. Dope to see. Like, you really don't, it's usually the fathers that's the push, but dope. some of the mothers was the push of some of these guys doing what they did in college and becoming top picks in the draft. So, uh, I just wanted to give them a shout out, yeah, special no shout out today, man, no and doubt. keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you y'all y'all raise some uh, good sons and be able to show what they have on the basketball court. On the basketball court, I love every minute of it. But uh, for me, uh, man, your man's from Pope. Po- I don't even know his po- what his name. Polio pa- Paolo Paolo Banchero. Oh yeah, Banchero. Him going number one, it was very shocking. I thought the kid from out of Auburn should have been the number one pick, and I think he would have been an awesome pick for the Magic, especially with him being the shooter. He's a he's a knockdown Long. shooter, and then they already got you know a a, a lot of a lot of fi- I mean a lot of power fours. You got Bam, and then they got a couple of other pieces there. I mean they got uh, uh Mo Bamba and mm-hmm. a couple other pieces there. Uh, Wardell Carter, mm-hmm. you know it, I I didn't think that was a good pick. I I would have leaned towards the guy from uh Auburn. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Oh uh, Jabari Smith. But uh, Jabari Smith, yes. But uh man. The draft was really good to see Detroit get the kid Ivy from out of Purdue. Uh, Purdue. That was that, a big was, that was a big pickup. Yeah. Uh, Detroit front court, and if they can get their coaching thing right, nice. they, they, that, that thing nice. can be nasty. And then Looking they got nice. the big man that played like Bam from out of Memphis. The other Jalen. Yeah, the other Jalen. <laughs> and it looked like Detroit trying to build something here. Yeah, I like And it. I see them get, when, and that lets you know the reason why they got rid of uh, Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. you know, so they can go younger at that position, and, and that's what they did. So uh, I think good things coming. I really think Detroit won this draft, man, with what they did. Uh, looking to see big things for them moving forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. I already told Pop I'm coming down to Orlando to see Banchero. <laughs> Five, six times a year, man. I'm rolling to see my boy. You know, I was surprised to see it, man. But I told people going into the draft, because, you know, the draft is not a, a hot topic. A lot of people don't talk about the draft, NBA draft, at least from what I've experienced. But I told people, watch him. Through the end of the season, through the ACC tournament, all the way up until the Final Four, he emerged as, to me, being the best player in the country. Versatile, can score to any level. He Defensively, he got slept on defensively. And I just think overall, man, he's going to bring a culture to the Magic. And that stretch four, that stretch three, stretch four type of position, especially with you going small ball in the league these days, I think he just fits that. Mm-hmm. I just think he just fits that, especially for the Magic, man. So I was excited uh, to see my dog, Banchetto, going number one uh, overall. Hey, man, I'm riding with my dog, Chet Hunger, man. Y'all get out, <laughs> Chet, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Chet going to be a problem, boy. When Chet get a little muscle on him, mm-hmm. when Chet get a little build on him, he going to be a nice NBA player, bro. I don't get the he going to flame out, he going to burn. And somebody tell me he's going to be Sean Bradley. Oh, hey, man, y'all better man. go watch a Sean Bradley video and then go watch Chet. Go watch Chet. 
I think Shaq gonna be alright, man. Yeah, I think he's gonna be alright. And I, I get a I get a KD type of feel from him in this plan. Mm-hmm. He's just a smaller guy. KD was small when he came in the league, just like Super Chet. skinny. And but Chet, you when you looked at him at Gonzaga, not only did he shoot the rod, and as little as he was, he found a way to get to the cup and make plays for them, D. Yeah. So I think, like you said, he get a little muscle on him, he's gonna be the problem. Him and the other foreign tall guy. They call them the the, the uh, foreign assassins already for yeah. the uh, uh for OKC Thunder. So hopefully they building something special too. But but um definitely people need to stop talking about Check Man Check. Yeah, I believe man. One, I believe once he get his feet wet and get a little size and yeah. get things going, I think I believe Check will be a problem. Y'all chill on Check, bro. Chill on Check. I'm rocking with Check, bro. I can't wait to see him, man. NBA Summer League starts up in two weeks. Uh, they already announced. I think. I think they announced the first matchup. I think they said it was going to be the Orlando Magic and the Oklahoma City Thunder on ESPN. Okay. Um. So they're getting ready to crank that back up out there in Las Vegas. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing some summer league uh, basketball uh, from the up and coming talent into the league. All right, man. So we just had a few topics, man, that we had to get out of the way, man. Uh, y'all let us know y'all are y'all's opinion on some of these things that we talked about. It'll always be dope. Y'all know y'all can reach on Twitter and on Instagram. Y'all can hit us up personally. However you want to do it is cool with me, man. So now it's time to get down to that real business. It's time to get down to that real business. Now, me and Black are not in studio alone, okay? Um, matter of fact, this guy has been uh, sitting over here for a little while, and um, you know, y'all know him. You know, what I'm saying he's been. I think he's been here like at least two out of the last three episodes. Uh, introduce yourself over there, young whippersnapper. Yep, yep, yep. It's your boy Smooth, <laughs> man. <laughs> here, to, here to talk that talk once, once again with my guys. For sure, for sure. We got my main man, my brother Smooth, back in the building, man. We getting ready to talk about the association, but you know, we gonna um. We we gonna have a conversation that we said we was gonna have, man. We talked about this um, going into the NBA Finals, and the only reason we're having this talk is because Steph Curry. Not only did he win another championship, he won a Finals MVP. So therefore, we have to give our brand new NBA top ten of all time. Uh, before we do that, man, let's just pay a couple bills real quick. man so before we get into our top 10 all right our brand new top 10 boy oh boy oh boy i love it when we got that drama <laughs> i love the season just ended a week not even a week what a day is monday what's well, been a little over a week since some boys won the chill mm-hmm. and i love the drama oh it's alive and it's well let's go ahead and get into it. y'all already know where we're going Y'all already know out there in Brooklyn, boy, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening out there in Brooklyn with them boys, man? <laughs> Somebody got to tell me something, man. What's happening out there with them boys in Brooklyn? So listen here. I'm minding my business chilling. 
you know, last week, just gallivanting along, you know what I'm saying? You know, just really doing my thing, but first alert coming through my phone, but we don't know, man, if Kyrie Irving uh going to be returning to the Brooklyn Nets because Brooklyn might not be committed to giving him the max. I was like, oh, that's just poppycock. I'm not really going to pay attention to that. It's somebody just out here playing around. Then the next day, it kept going. Oh, there's real smoke there. My dog Winhurst mm. was on TV talking. Winhurst. And then the ball kept rolling. Broussard and all them boys started saying it was something there that the Nets might not be comfortable giving up that $200 million five-year deal to keep Kyrie in Brooklyn. I said, well, you know, maybe just a negotiation tactic. Maybe Kyrie people are putting it out there. I don't know. And then... <laughs> oh my lord they said that boy Kyrie about ready to go reports <laughs> today from my dog y'all already know who my dog is the best the man just had news all the time my dog Woj my dog Woj said boy the Brooklyn Nets are prepared to lose both of these boys that's right they prepared to lose Durant and Irving now before we get to Durant let's stop right there come on home Kyrie Come on! It's a spot out there for you. An old Crip Center. Purple and gold. Got a brand new number 11. I don't know who wearing number 11 right there in LA, but Malik you got Monk. to Malik. You got to go to number 10. <laughs> or you got to go to 12. Whoever, who, whoever got 11, give it up, bro. Now, let's settle down here. Let's talk a little basketball. You might go back to two, bro. It don't matter. <laughs> Long as he got there. Genie and Rob Palenka do whatever it is you got to do to get them out there. Now, black man, you watch I Am Athlete podcast, do we not? Mm-hmm. We kind of we watch them. We watch them. We talk we about them. them. Yeah. Kyrie was on I Am Athlete about a good two, three weeks ago. And I just thought it was kind of odd that when he was asked about his relationship with LeBron James, he was very forthcoming. Very wide open. Curry's not forthcoming in anything. In anything. But my man said, that's big bro. We've come a long way. He understand me. I understand him. We had a great time. Won a championship together. We grew up. All that good stuff. And they asked him, if he wasn't in Brooklyn, where would he be? My boy said, I'd probably be out there in LA right now running behind LeBron. Oh, my God. And then four weeks later, now we in the midst of this man potentially opting out $34 million. Not re-signing with the Nets and taking a $6 million tax exemption to play for the Los Angeles Lakers next season. Black, smooth, let's open this thing up. Black, just how do you feel about it? Smooth, how do you feel about it? (laughs) As soon as we start getting alerts, I hit y'all up, and, and I said, "This is crazy." Yeah. Um, but I think crazy uh, describes Kyrie Irving to a T. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be shocked if he gave up thirty million dollars just to prove a point to say, "Hey, Brooklyn, y'all ain't finna do this to me. I'm finna go down here." As a Lakers fan, I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a business, and this is the thing: this is a business, so. <clears throat> I can see the net side of things where, hey, bro, you done missed all these games over the last three years. 
we can't commit to five years giving you whatever it is, five years, $200 million. Mm-hmm. We just can't do it. Can you meet us halfway? And I can see Kyrie saying, no, I'm a max player. I, I need all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so personally, I would love to see it. Um, do I think it'll happen? I do not. I, I, just, I just don't. Mm. Just because I don't, I, I, I think this is a tactic from Kyrie. Uh, he has no leverage in this. Um, if I'm him, I'm opting in. I'm getting that 36 million. I'm balling with Durant this year. Then I'm coming back next year to get that five years, 200 million. Mm. That's what I would do, mm. especially after losing 17 million last year, mm-hmm. not getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do personally. But as a basketball fan, if you're telling me I can have LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Anthony Davis all on the same team. And probably Westbrook for some time un- until you can trade them, because mm-hmm. because they got money to sign all four. Mm-hmm. Because Kyrie only making six million. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that, uh, but do I think it'll happen? I do not. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this before we go to black. Seventeen million he gave up because he didn't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Yes. So he stood on what he stood on about that. We've talked about this religiously. Why would he? Why would you think it'd be easy for him to walk away from thirty-four million? I'm looking at it from a logical standpoint, and and maybe that's my fault. Mm. But from no, no, a no. from a Kyrie standpoint, like I said, I can see him doing that just okay. to prove a point. Right. Does it make sense to me? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that at all. It but didn't. but from a Kyrie Irving okay. standpoint, I can see him doing something like that. Okay, black. <laughs> <laughs> Where we at today, my boy? How we feeling? Now, me and you've had some preliminary yeah, conversations. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Uh, for me, I gotta agree with some of what Smooth saying, man. Um, from from a business standpoint, this is crazy. This is crazy to me. But like you said, we've seen this man turn down money before. Shoot, he turned down. If I'm not mistaken, he turned down the supermax from Boston to go to Brooklyn. Correct? They offered uh, him the yeah, supermax because he was a free agent. Because he, he was a free agent, so he turned that down and then the 17 million for not being vaccinated. So they. So I do believe that he would turn down the 34 million to look, man. For me. <laughs> I don't think dudes just get on these podcasts and just be talking. I think they be really needing the outlet to let people know how they really feel, bro. And I really, I think, I really believe Kyrie wants to win another championship. And I don't think he feel like he can get it done with KD. Mm. Even though they homeboys. I don't think he feel like they can get it done. Mm. But at the same time, I'm I'm with Smooth. I wanted to, I want it to happen, but I don't think it will. Mm. I'm looking at all the reports. I talked to you, man. If it happened, if it happened, bro, Ignis. I'm cool. I'm gonna be kind of cautious, bro, because I don't feel like Kyrie's the player, the type of player you can depend on 100. percent I disagree with that, but continue. You know, and for me, him going to LA, will he pull these type of tactics on this team? Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the young kid no more who played with LeBron back then. He's a, he's a man now. And he's trying to, he was, it's a lot of stuff going on around Kyrie. I mean, it's one point he want to be a politician. He don't want to get vaccinated. And then other things, he just want to take personal days off. So I don't know what's going on. Something going on with his old lady, so he need a day off. I don't know what type, what Kyrie got going on. But I will hope if the move does happen, LeBron James will be able to get to him and be like, look, bro, we can't have this. We can't have this. But he's a grown man now, so we don't know what he's going to do. If he ain't listening to KD, what make you think he's going to listen to LeBron James? That's easy. You know, but that's just my opinion I'm about, about to tell it. You. I don't think, I don't, I don't believe it will, it will happen because it's got to be a tactic. Mm-hmm. 
This is still a business. Yeah, this is still a business. Absolutely. But if he does become a Laker, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I <laughs> I like I like all. I, and like you say, I just want to give Woj some credit. Woj is the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure. for letting all these bullets fly yeah. and uh, everything that's going on. But hey, if you become a Laker, I'm cool with it. But I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> It's just all playing out. It's just all playing out. It's all starting to make sense now. Now let's go back to the beginning of this season when the vaccination and all that was going around for mandates for the players to do blah, blah, blah. Kyrie stood on his. We talked about it on the show. Bruh, if you want to go do your thing and, 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 and talk and be a politician, whatever, go do that. Or if you want to hoop, bruh, and be a part of a team, get vaccinated. Either or, he didn't do that. He stood on his, split him down the middle. It cost him $17 million. But the Brooklyn Nets was flawed. James Harden was flawed. Kevin Durant was flawed. They was all flawed. And Kyrie, the type of dude, y'all know what type of dude he is. If you're saying anything slick and not showing camaraderie, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. And he's remembering. He's remembering. He's remembering. My son friend get on my nerves, bro. I just wanted to bring my personal life into the show real quick. But um, he's just remembering, bro. I think Kyrie probably had this all along. Sean Marks, the general manager for the Nets, the whole James Harden thing, Steve Nash. The, the whole team really came out, and I ain't saying they weren't supposed to, so that's not what I'm saying. Mm. But they did come out publicly and oust him, correct? They did. And then when the whole team had COVID and injuries started happening, Durant missed 40 games this year. Guess what they did? Well, we need to make an exemption to get Kyrie back here. And didn't they do that? Mm-hmm. Kyrie showed up. Oh, you want to play on the road? Okay, I'll play on the road. And then what happened after that? The mayor lifted the whole band. Now he could play at home. Because they needed him. They needed him. They needed him. So, Ky- I don't think Kyrie is one to forgive, bro. He real big on loyalty. Now, let's go back to these Cleveland days. <laughs> he said it on the podcast. Bruh, I was at that point where I just wanted to see if I could lead my own team. I wanted to see if I could have lead a team, do, have them mimic me, do it my way. I was ready for that challenge, and he said he wasn't going to get that with LeBron. He also said he did not go about it the right way. He said he could have went about it in a better way. He openly said this on I Am Athlete. Go look it up. And you know what I think he ultimately realizes now? That there are many great players in this league. Kevin Durant is one of them. But there's no one like Raymond that he's ever played with. That he's ever played with. He's been in the trenches with him. He's been in the trenches. Smoothie over there, shake your head and hate and, <laughs> hate and disgust. <laughs> but for Kyrie Irving, he's never experienced the success he had when him and LeBron were teammates. Is that a fact? He hasn't. He's been to how many NBA finals? Ain't touched one since he he's left like- LeBron. Has he? Nope. So he's experienced a certain level. And the appreciation, he said it on the podcast, the appreciation level is there now. It's there now. And I also believe LeBron feels the same way. I think if you ask LeBron publicly, 
if he wished it could have worked that better with Kyrie, would that would have been a, something that could have been taken, something that would have been done? He'd probably say absolutely. He'd probably say absolutely. So these two players are a match made in heaven. And if Kyrie could get back to L.A. to join LeBron after he came off 38 and 8, there could be something there. And the world knows it. Kevin Durant's a great player. But we've seen it. We saw it. And we saw it this year in the first round. Kyrie Irving took mental note and said, oh, boy, I know for a fact. <laughs> if, if Raymond was out here with me, we might have lost. But we ain't getting swepers out of this first round. That's what I believe. <clears throat> Could I be talking out my neck probably and I don't care all y'all can shut up and fade me. Smooth. What hate you got in your heart about the comments that I just made? It's just funny how Kyrie conversation always turned into LeBron James. But that's neither here nor there. I didn't but say I that, just had go a, ahead. I just had a question. So, so the fact that Woj also reported that no other team other than the Lakers yeah. is interested in Kyrie Irving. Cool. That's not a red flag for you? Not to me. Okay. I'm just, I'm not just wondering. Not to me. Okay. That, that, that's all I have. Not that's all question. Just because it's... Why not, sir? Because the chemistry that he got with LeBron. The chemistry? Yeah, because LeBron in L.A. That's why. If LeBron won in L.A., I would probably won't want Kyrie out there. The only reason I want him out there because LeBron out there. Okay. And I've seen it happen for four seasons. Well, they did report... They did report last week that it was other multiple teams, but now they're saying it's just the Lakers. It's kind of... I still think it, that could be a tactic. I think that's BS, know? but go ahead. Yeah, I think it's still other teams in place move. I just don't think it's the Lakers because... You know that. What if things don't work out with the with the whole Lakers situation? You know what I'm saying? So... And then, then at one point, they were talking about he was looking to buy in and, and do a signing trade. So... How is that going to work with the Lakers? Because they can't, they can't do a sign and trade. That's my point. A sign and trade. If any team, if I can get Kyrie Irving and give up these pieces, I'm gonna do that. The Lakers can't do that. So yeah. he's going to the Lakers just because he want to go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The fact that no other team, yeah, if I got right. these young players or whoever, I could trade them to get a Kyrie. I don't want to do that. Uh, 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 to, to me, that's a red. That's a red flag. No, no, no. The red flag is the deal that Kyrie wants. Kyrie will never get a super max deal. Now at this point, this year he's not getting it. He not get. I'm saying this year coming off last year, and yeah. that's why I said you 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 opt in, get that whatever thirty six million. Who and then next year maybe you can get two hundred some million dollars. That's what I would do. I just don't think it's that simple with this guy. We talked about this before. L. So you saying it's a red flag on Kyrie part? Pretty much. Why? Okay. Okay. Why is it a red flag for him? Because nobody want to deal with his foolishness. And, but you're saying okay. that LeBron James could just put a Band-Aid on all that and everything will be hunky-dory. I guarantee you if he go out there, you won't hear nothing. I guarantee it. But what about the chemistry on the basketball court? It's there. It's, we see I it. mean, it's other players other than LeBron James on the team. So yeah. Of course. But LeBron is the engine. He makes everything. Where we, bro, Shump was the starting two guard. Shump. Jay Oscar, look at the look at the championship team. Richard hey, Jefferson hey, was hey, a six hey, man. Hey, 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 brother. What I'm saying <laughs> what you is you talking about. You talking about LeBron five, six years ago now. I just want you to be mindful. He coming in the year 20. He's That's still what capable, I'm saying. is he not? Of capable of what? Is he still capable? You know what I'm talking about. Is he capable? 
I just I just don't want you to wow. think he can just turn it just because it's LeBron James. Hey, he hey. gonna he gonna just turn this thing around. It, it don't it don't work like that. I'm no matter ignorant. who on the court. I'm not ignorant to I, basketball. I feel like you I know are. that. No, feel you feel don't like, feel like I, I am, like, sir. No, not to basketball, but to this. I'm to not this being topic. ignorant. I'm the, not. You just said I could be talking out the my side of my neck. Okay, let's go to the hardwood then. Since you want to go there. LeBron James on any basketball team, they're going to be in uniform. Have you not seen this for 19 years? Yes, sir, I have. Yes or no? I, yes, sir. Okay, so he's been in uniform. He has. So if Kyrie Irving comes to the Los Angeles, you don't think that's a, that's not a fit that can work? We knew the Russell Westbrook thing wasn't going to work when the trade happened. Did we not say that? That's Everybody said it, and they mama. But Kyrie Irving fits. He can fit with Anthony Davis. He can fit with LeBron. Hell, I don't care who the other two players is on the floor. And, he can fit. And we sitting and, and, and for me, smooth. For me, we talking about Kyrie. We talking about Kyrie. But I feel like Kyrie going with LeBron this time will help LeBron. Of course, More. because of the type of player Kyrie is, he still got a lot left in. He still got a whole bunch left and a lot that he do, that he want to prove. Of course, that he can get back to the stage and win another championship with LeBron. So I think it's more of Kyrie being the help than LeBron. But LeBron, like he said, he's still an engine no matter if he in year twin or not, man. Right. We got to remember, it's, as bad as they was, as bad as they was, move, this man still averaged 30. Eight and eight. And, and, and we didn't see him throughout his career. That's his most points he's averaged in his career since like his year one or year two. He's always averaged over 25 plus. You know, he's, a, he's finna go into year 20. Do you think it's going to be much of a drop off from what we seen in year 19 smooth? That's my thing. I don't think it's I don't think it's him. I think it's more Kyrie a bit helping LeBron cuz I feel like he could help LeBron along if they get a healthy and get something out of Anthony Davis. This is going to help LeBron more with them two having them two on board with the Lakers. I agree. I agree. But like I'm saying, I just think it's telling that the other twenty nine teams don't want no parts of Kyrie Irving. But you, I just think that's I just think that's funny. Okay, but and I, it's not even from a basketball standpoint. I never got into the basketball thing because we know it'll work. LeBron can facilitate Kyrie go off. If you ask me, Kyrie fits better than D Wade ever fit, and Anthony Davis ever fit. They work they work better off of each other. Yeah, that's his best team. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just looking at it from a everything that Kyrie embodies what he brings to the all that all the other stuff that's all i'm saying it's we, LA. We, we've we've seen this before in sports with it's LA. players wanting to leave and Kobe letting, Shaq. It, letting it be known it's certain teams they want to go to Kobe we've Shaq. seen we, we've LA. seen this before we seem to come out to my oh i want to play here we've seen basketball players oh i want to play with these these two guys over here we've seen it before so I, for me, I wouldn't say it's a red flag. He just he just taking control of what he want to do. And the red flag is simply <laughs> this: because of the the whole vaccination and 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 Kyrie versus the net. We that, that situation was there. I don't think Kyrie takes situations from one place and takes them to another. The whole thing with Boston, Kyrie was hurt. He had a broken face. He couldn't play. That's a fact. He didn't tell the Boston that he wasn't gonna play. It just didn't work out there. What you shaking your head for? It just didn't work out there. The Kyrie Irving and Brooks situation, this was one year, bro. But he also was wrong, too, for telling 
Boston, he's done this before. He was wrong for telling Boston that he was going to resign there and do all that. I'm talking about what happened during the season. He told I'm Cleveland t- he was never leaving and he left. Yeah, he did. But the thing that would be a rag flag for me in this whole situation, if you want man enough to do things differently, if you ain't have a conversation with KD or let it be known you want on and we you, don't moving, know that. We, you moving that type we of way, that would be the more of a red flag for me than anything. KD was just on his podcast the other day. He said he don't want nothing to do with this situation. He said he want nothing to do with it on the KD podcast. He want nothing to do with the situation. He said this man is a free agent. He can move how he want to move. He don't want nothing to do with the situation. He said, yeah, that's my friend. That's my brother. But being a free agent is one of the biggest decisions you'll have in your career. I got to think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving has had conversation. Mm-hmm. I got to think so. I don't think Kyrie is a malicious dude at all. I don't think he's a malicious guy. I think he's staying on what he's staying on. So, so let me ask y'all this. If you're Kyrie Irving and you're looking at the teams right now, I know I got a Kevin Durant coming back. I got a Joe Harris coming back. I got a hopefully healthy Ben Simmons coming back versus a LeBron, AD, and I don't know nobody else on that team. I've been with Brooklyn three years. You would pick the Lakers just, just because of the chemistry with LeBron James? Because that's uh, what it sounds like you're saying. No, ask, sorry. Ask that again. I just got some breaking news to the sports says. Go ahead. Sorry. If you're looking at the rosters from both teams and your Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. you would pick the Lakers roster currently constructed just based on LeBron James, or would you look at the Nets and everything that you have over the last three years? If I'm Kyrie, yes, it is about LeBron. I think there's a comfort there for him. I think he, him and LeBron realize like who they are and what they mean to each other. This is not just a... a, a, a oh. <laughs> yeah, go on and share that, my boy. Yeah, hold on. I don't think it's... <laughs> <laughs> we have breaking news into the sports desk. We have per- breaking news into the sports desk. We got breaking news into the sports desk. We're going to take a slightly different route here for a second, folks. We will get yeah, to the NBA yeah. top 10, but yeah. we're going to take a slightly different route. We have breaking news, breaking news into the sports desk. My God. Well, if this is, if this is, see, if we're getting two different reports now. We're getting two different reports. Shams is saying that Kyrie Irving is opting out of his $37 million. Now reports have just came out one minute after Shams and said that Kyrie is opting in to stay with the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know what is going on here. So Shams, I'm waiting on Woes to come through. Sham, Sham say that he's picking up the 37 million player. Is Kyrie bluffing and committing to the Brooklyn Nets after rumors that he may leave? Sources around say Kyrie Irving could be bluffing. He has till Wednesday to pick up the option. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on now. If Kyrie has in decided to pick up his option, it's a smart thing to do. It's $37.4 million. It shouldn't be really a conversation, but we know who we're dealing with here. And that's why we're having a conversation. So this thing is going to further develop. Now, this is official. Kyrie has until Wednesday for sure to make this 1,000% the accurate decision. But as of right now, sources are saying that Kyrie Irving is indeed picking up his option to stay with the Brooklyn 
next. All right. So we'll keep our eyes on that and see if anything shakes up. Hey, look, you got to love the NBA because there's no other league in the world that you get this type of news from. You just don't get it. You just don't get it. So we'll see what happens. And you know what's sad, bro? Stop texting me, bro, doing the show, bro. Yeah, it's Koppel. Koppel, far. Stop hitting the group chat while we're recording, my boy. You know what I mean? I'll be hitting you up after the show. You know what I'm saying? Giving you a little holler. You know what I'm talking about? So we'll see what takes place. And, uh, man, it's just one thing. It's just so much news about Kyrie today. I mean, it's, the sun ain't even went down yet. Just a lot of news. Just a lot of news. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and come out of that. And like I said, we will stay close to that situation as he indeed has till Wednesday to make that official. I've never really heard somebody say somebody's opting in, but they have till Wednesday to. I, all right. We'll see. <laughs> all right, man. So let's go ahead and get into the meat and the potatoes of this episode. A lot of y'all have been wondering, thinking, asking, what is the new lineup for the top 10 NBA basketball players of all time. Now, before we get started, man, I got a couple voice notes that I'm going to play off. I got my father and we got my guy, Papa Gary. All right. We got their top tens. And uh, well, let's listen to uh, what our dads have to say um, regarding the top ten of all time. So I'm going to play Pops first Well, my Pops. And let's go ahead and see what Pops got going on. NBA top ten all time. Number 10, Larry Bird. Number nine, Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. Number eight, Oscar Robinson. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Jerry West. Mm -hmm. Number six, Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. Number five, Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. Number four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm -hmm. Number three, Bill Russell. Mm -hmm. Number two, LeBron James. Number one, Michael Jordan. Ooh. Okay, okay. So that was my pop's top ten all time. He has some names in there I didn't expect to hear. Got Oscar Robinson and Jerry West in Ooh. his top ten all time. And my dad is, you know, he's a little older. Obviously, he's my dad, so he's seen more of the game than we saw. Yeah. All no right. Shaq, so no Timmy and no Shaq or no Timmy. All right. Ooh. So Papa Gary, my man's Papa Gary, Black's father, came and dropped. Uh, us a voice note. Let me see if I can grab it real quick. All right, here we go right here. This is Papa Gary talking that talk. Hey, Dedrick. Hey, Black. Again, I appreciate the opportunity to come in and give my input on the topic of the day, which is uh, giving you all my NBA all-time top 10 players. So I'm going to get right into it. And I want to say this first, the top three are no-brainers for me. And I did have a little, uh, I don't know if you could say hesitancy about number two and three, but um, here we go. Number one, it's a no-brainer, Michael Jordan, six-time finals MVP, six chances to win, six rings. I mean, it's unprecedented. Number two, this is where I had my kind of like feelings in it. I put LeBron James at number two. What, I mean, what more can you say about this young man? He's <clears throat> probably the greatest athlete. Did it go off? Oh, Lord, Papa Gary, what happened to you? Let's see if we can. Ten players. So I'm the top three are no. 
uh, I don't know if you could say he- um, here we go. Number one, it's a no-brainer, Michael Jordan, six-time finals MVP, six chances to win, six rings. Who cares? I mean, it's unprecedented. Number two, this is where I had my kind of like feelings in it. I put LeBron James at number two. What, I mean, what more can you say about this young man? He's <clears throat> probably the greatest athlete to play the game, um, bar none. I'm talking about just the physical physicality and finesse and all of that. Um, I started to put Kobe at number two, but I have to give LeBron his due. But Kobe being Bryant, number three. And D, you know, we we, we diehard Kobe fans. So I, I even hated to put him at number three. Um, but it is what it is. At number four, I got Kareem Skyhook Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, the all-time leading scorer in NBA, which might be challenged this coming year by LeBron, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Number five, Irving Magic Johnson, the greatest assist guy in NBA history, five-time NBA uh, champion, and basically he, I think he just changed the game of the point guards when he came into the league. At number six, and me and Black talked about this off air, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. How can you not have Wilt Chamberlain there? I mean, the records that he has will never be duplicated. I mean, ever. This guy almost averaged a quadruple double uh, one year. I can't recall what year it was, but just unbelievable stats. And we talked about he didn't play against anybody, but during that time, you had probably more big men in the league than you do now. But I'm going to leave it at that. Number seven, Bill Russell. Mm. I mean, what more can you say? 11 NBA championships. And I'm going to leave it like that. Shaquille O'Neal at number eight. Mm-hmm. Probably the most physical, uh, empowering person ever played to play NBA basketball. He just overpowered people. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, I got to give it to him. I got to go with Stefan. He showed me this year that, you know, he, he's one of the top ten to me. I mean, the way the guy shoots and he, he he never loses his cool. He just stays like he is and plays ball and wins. And number ten, I got to go with the bird, man. Larry Bird, five-time NBA champion, four-time, I'm sorry, four-time NBA champion. Three-time NBA MVP, uh, Boston out of the doldrums. So uh, there you have it, my top 10 all-time NBA players. Um, I did have a tie for 10, but Black talked me out of the time. I couldn't have a tie, so I had to go back and re-edit my list. But I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I'm interested to see the other list. Y'all talk with y'all later. Bye. Shout out Papa Gary, man, for always coming through and holding it down. Papa Gary, we're going to talk, man. We're going to talk because I'm so tired of this six for six thing. So tired of it. He played 16 years. I'm just going to leave it at that. Papa Gary, I I need you in studio. Because I just want to talk to you, Papa Gary. He played.
need 16 years. I'm just leaving it at there, that. Bro. I'm just going to leave it at that. I still want to talk to him. So you can stop looking at me like that too, brother. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our top 10, all right? Shout out my pops, Dedra L. Hicks Sr. for coming through. And my guy, Papa Gary. Smooth. Shout out to you, Pop. Let's go ahead and start off with you, man. Give us your top 10 of all time. Hold on, sir. Let me, let me, let me, let me grab my notes. You should have been ready. <laughs> I thought we was going one, two, three, not one, three, two. Um, number one on my top 10 list of all time is Michael Jeffrey Jordan um, as Papa Gary um, so eloquently stated 6 for 6 in the NBA finals mm-hmm. um, you know what he did was it's just unheard of 2 3-peats I think that's what kind of does it for me 2 3-peats 6 and 8 years um, number 2 Raymond I got LeBron at number 2 mm-hmm. um, on my all time list again one of the greatest all around basketball players we've ever seen in our lifetime um probably the best all-around player that we uh, that we've ever seen that will probably ever come along for a long time um number three i have kareem abdul jabbar you know Mm. all-time leading scorer six chips five mvps Mm. um you know not much more to say there number four i got magic irvin johnson um one of the greatest point, the greatest point guard of all time. Mm. Five chips. Uh, I think he got three MVPs. Four. I think he, three regular season MVPs. I think he got three finals MVPs. Mm. I, I could be wrong. Um, number five, Bill Russell. Uh, I wanted to put him lower, but again, 11 rings. I couldn't slide him too, too far down my list. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got him at five. Number six, I got Kobe Bean, Bryant. Mm. Nothing else to say there. Um, wanted to have them higher, but I wanted to be respectful to my elders. That's just that's just me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? <laughs> Number seven, the big fundamental, Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. five chips. Uh, I think he got two, three Finals MVPs, uh, two regular season MVPs, the greatest power forward of all time. Number eight, the Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, one regular season MVP, uh, three chips, three. Fi- I'm sorry, four chips. Three finals MVPs, uh, the most dominant player we've ever seen in our lifetime. Um, number nine, and this was a tie between him and uh, nine and ten. Ain't no tie. It is bro. a tie. It ain't but no tie, bro. Nine and ten. This is my bro. list, dog. Nah, so bro. I'm, I'm gonna don't, put him at here, bro. You got <laughs> a nine and you got a okay, ten. Okay, at nine, I'm gonna go with Larry Bird just because of what he did in the '80s. Again, three chips. I think he got two finals MVPs. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And at ten, I got my dog Wardell. I got my dog Wardell. I think he again a chip before Kevin Durant, two with Durant, one after Durant, and that logo shot. I, I saw it the other day. That logo three he hit and walked down the court, and he pointed at his finger. I get chills when I see it, dog. I know, I know. Black was talking about moments. That's a moment for me, dog. That Nasty. that that alone got him in my top ten. Nasty. Um. So again, I fought with him and Bird. But I'm I'm gonna be respectful on the show. Okay, cool. To my elders. Um, so I got Steph right. at number ten. All right, dope list, dope list. That's your top ten. We'll get into that in a second. Black, All what right. you got, man? All right, for me, uh, we already know number one is this LeBron James. Nothing else to be said about that. Number two, I got Michael Jordan. Number three, I got Magic. At number f- at number four, I got Kobe Bean Bryant. At number five, I got Bill Russell. At number six. 
I got Shaq. At number seven, I got Tim Duncan. At number eight, I got Larry Bird. At number nine, I got Stephen Curry. And at number ten, I at number ten, I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm, okay, interesting, interesting. All right, uh, where I'm at, where I'm at. All right, at number ten, I also have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At number nine, I have Larry Bird. At number eight, I have Stephen Wardell Curry. Seven, I have Shaquille O'Neal. Six, I have Tim Duncan. Five, I have Bill Russell. Four, I have Magic Irving Johnson. Three, I have Kobe Bean Bryant. Two, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And number one on my list, LeBron Raymond James Sr. All right. I went back and forth with my 10. Either Wilt was going in or Kareem was coming out. And I decided to go with the all-time leading score because I just felt like that was the right thing to do. Yeah, one more, one more quick list. Uh, shout out to my man's Alan Clausen. Uh, he we worked together at Publix. He sent this list also, D. So at number one, he has uh, MJ at number one, LeBron at two, Shaq at three, Kobe at four, Magic at five, Bird at six, Kareem at seven, Tim at eight, Wilt at nine, and okay. Bill Russell at ten. No Wardell in his top ten. Okay, okay, <clears throat> okay. So. Uh, Let's go ahead and get into it uh, smooth. You got Wardell at 10. 10. Yes, sir. Why 10? Because I think, um, and I was going to ask you this, because he's you got him at like 8. I got him at 8. So you you telling me what he did in this finals alone, he jumped three spots? I don't know if he had him before. Let's just say he was at he was at 11. So he jumped three spots over two other people that was already solidified? Yeah, I'm just going based on what I'm, he did? Yeah, because okay. we're talking about careers. Exactly, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he can still add to his career, but I'm just saying, for me, I don't think what he did, and I'm not taking nothing away from it because he did it, um, but I think this chip and this finals MVP got him in, into the top 10. Um, for me to put him over the, those other nine players, I need to see another finals MVP and a, at least one more ring. Because mm, if Bird I'm not got mis- three, though. Bird got three what? Bird got three rings. Okay. Wardell got four. Okay, and he's still he's still adding to his legacy. Am I not? Yo, Bird, Bird got three Finals MVPs. Bird though. is done playing. He got three Finals exactly. MVPs. Exactly. So how many unanimous Steph? MVPs the last Bird got in a regular season? I don't care about no unanimous. Oh, you don't care about regular season. I mean, dude, that's nice to have three Finals MVPs though, bro. Okay, but you don't, we don't care about regular season now. No, I do. But Larry Bird got like three regular season MVPs. <laughs> he won three straight. He the only one that won three straight. But does it have a unanimous? So you want two straight, one unanimous, or three straight, unanimous? no unanimous? What you want, Black? I want three. There's only one. There's only one unanimous ever though. It is. It is. There's only one ever though. But D for for me. For me, the three finals MVPs okay. that 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 tells it all. Right, we're talking there. career. Yeah, changed the game as a part of his career. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Changed the whole outlook on basketball. Correct. Larry didn't change the game. No, oh. he changed the game. He brought excitement to the game, oh. but he didn't change the game. Magic had more influence on the game than he did. Oh, dude, come on, Don't he did. Both of them had the same type. They of did not have the same impact. Oh Magic Johnson and Larry Bird did not have the same impact. Larry, Larry Bird is a great player. Hey, you joking, right? I, I said impact to the game. I ain't saying taking away his greatness. I'm not saying nothing about his greatness. Impact to the game. Magic Johnson got more than Larry Bird. Y'all need to stop. 
No, bro, you need to stop. So what Larry Bird engaged to the game more than what Magic Johnson did? Please tell me. What you me. mean, D? Please tell me. The fact he was the first guy, bro, known to shoot, be a big guy like that and be able to shoot the ball. He started that. No, he didn't. He... Oh. Who did it before him? No, he didn't. Who okay. did it before him? <laughs> you name the, the person. Guy. Tell me the person, please. You the first guy. Tell me who. So, so, so Oscar Robinson and, and George Irvin. white Irving. guy. White basketball player. Oh, okay. Okay, you just said big guy. Big guy to shoot the ball like that at a clip. So George at a clip. No, okay. not not like Larry, no. bro. Okay. No. They want offensively great. D, that's not what we this that's not what we saying. They want offensively great. Okay, I'm we saying Magic okay. and Bird both had their impacts on this basketball and, and on basketball at the same Magic time. Had more. I just said Magic had more influence than Larry. How Bird. was it more? D? That is a fact. How that is, is a fact. it more? A six ten point guard. Running and they named an era after him called Showtime. And what 6'10 power forward three guard, I mean three three, you know who was shooting the ball like Larry Bird before he started doing it. Not no one. Did they name an era after him? What you Does he have anything named ah, after him? Alright. And I'm shocked at you. That Larry Bird, you say he is just as influential as Magic Johnson? That is crazy. <laughs> You didn't hear me say that. That is crazy. What I said was, give I said, me. We didn't say we said impact on the game, bro. Of course, of course, Magic. In, uh, of course, Magic. Okay, well, uh, that's all opinion. That's, that's all opinion. We talk about his impact on the game I and disagree. changing the game. Wardell had more impact than Larry Bird. That is a fact. Without Larry Bird, it wouldn't be no Wardell. That's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> so I don't never want to hear that. Larry Bird ain't got nothing to do with Steph Curry. Okay. Please. Larry Bird ain't had no handle. He couldn't do nothing like Steph. So please. <laughs> okay. What was Larry at on your list? I forgot. Yeah, nine. Nine and Steph's at eight. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I mean, I, I'm 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 lost. Okay. I'm lost. But anyway, continue. No, I'm done. Because oh, okay. Anything I say is gonna get poo pooed. So get there's no reason for me to move on. I don't, I don't understand your logic behind saying, like I said, even if Steph was at 11, what he did was enough to jump up three spots. He that's, even if so, what was Larry before this? Larry had always he been nine always to been 10. At nine. Yeah, he always been around nine to ten. Nine, so nine to Larry 10. never been a top guy for you. He's like, never been top five or six. No, he has never not on my list. Okay. Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, LeBron, yeah, Michael Jordan. And that's it's your, not a question. Yo, and that's your list. I understand. It's that. not a question. And Larry Bird ain't no one than Magic Johnson on y'all's. But y'all want to cake for Larry Bird. But he know what that magic on y'all list. That's you so asked crazy. About we Steph. not talking about You asked about Larry and Steph. Steph Curry here. Okay, that's fine. We're talking oh, about Steph. In my opinion, Steph boy. Curry surpassed Larry Bird. Okay, cool. Well, where, where you at? Number like nine. Said, who was your number nine? My number nine was, uh, who was my nine? I forgot already. You I got know your my phone ten. right there, bro. Was it, was it Larry? Was it no, Larry? Larry wasn't nine. What's he, yeah, it was Larry. Larry was Larry. nine. Steph was ten. So it ain't like I'm that far off. Okay, saying by Larry either. at three. Me either. So what's fine? Vice versa. What's the big deal? Bruh, all I said <laughs> what's was, the big deal? I, you, I still no, would take Larry okay. Bird's career right now. Over Steph Curry's career. That's all I said. What's Ooh. your what's your separate what's the separate what the one thing I want to know, what's your separation with between Wardell and Bird? What's your separation for you? And I'm shocked that D didn't go here, but he always talked about those clutch moments. We seen Larry be clutch all the time. And your argument was for Steph, I ain't never seen him be clutch, dog. I ain't never seen him in the paint. They want to chip this one. He had that big game four, but it wasn't no clutch moments nowhere in them series. 
correct me if I'm wrong, with clutch this year? this year in the okay. finals that would show you that Steph was clutch. Okay. What I saw from that from that white brother up in Boston, okay, was clutchness. Okay. So that that's for me. That's why I would cool. put him over that's Steph Curry. Well, okay. we that's said career. Me, that's, that's a part of the career, right? Correct. Okay, it's a part of it. That's not everything. And so what's your separation between Larry Bird and Curry? He changed the game. But when that's black, the hold on, hold I'm not hold on. done. But when black, not, when I'm black trying said, to get mine off, bro. He changed the game. Unanimous MVP. Four championships to three championships. He has more. He's a better player, better handler of the basketball, better shooter than Larry Bird. Okay, so the one championship is the difference for you. Because Larry Bird I got just, three, I, infon- three yeah. all-around MVPs, three finals MVPs, three rings. Okay. So the one ring is the separation for you. Yeah, Steph Curry got two MVPs back-to-back. One is unanimous. Bird just got one more. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. That's not tilting nothing, though. So, Steph's unanimous MVP, that back-to-back, that the holds the same weight. To me, it holds the same weight. Back-to-back, and one was unanimous. No one else got a vote. No one else got a vote. I don't see how y'all not taking that consideration. So, let me ask you this, because I could have sworn. You know, I be on this jack sometimes over here. But I thought <laughs> last conversation, when Black tried to throw Steph in his top 10 because he changed the game, I thought you said you couldn't use. He changed the game. I didn't say that. Top 10. You're damn what That's you said. That's not what I said. We'll check the archive. Go ahead and listen to we'll, it. Because we'll I know you. I know how you give it up. I know how you give it up. Because you, you do Copple. anything and then cost to throw dirt on me. Couple. Check the archives, brother. Yeah, he's checking me. it right now. He got it loaded up. And he can come on here too. He can come on here too and we can talk about it. You heard me? So, I mean, it's obviously Bird and Curry are close on the list for a lot of people. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. All right then, so it's one that's separating. I don't really see what the big deal is. But well, the that's one your thing, opinion, bro. Yeah, that's, that's your right. opinion. But the one thing that's that why we I ain't going for is that Larry Bird had as much as impact to the game. You know, we said he Magic Johnson. I, I ain't did. going for that. We we know Magic changed the game in 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 a, in a lot of ways, but Bird also have an impact because we want to see players like Bird, like Bird, do what he, he do at that level. I said he did. That's what we talking about. That's said, an impact. But you just said that's an impact. But y'all both of y'all say he had just as much as Magic. So you don't think them going back and forth in the eighties played a huge deal? You think Magic? You think Magic would be Magic without going back and forth with Larry Bird in the eighties? That's not what I said, bro. That's what, oh, no. I'm asking you that no, right now. But I'm no. saying you kind of you, you in, my, in, in my opinion, in your opinion, you kind of downplaying Bird over Magic, I'm and not. that's and and and, and we not. can't do it because. I'm not. We've seen, we've we've seen on TV. We've seen Bird. We see Magic talk about it. it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't be no Magic without Bird. It I wouldn't agree. be no Bird without Magic. I agree. They both just said we have an impact on changing this game. We call basketball. I agree. But one's <laughs> is higher than the other. Okay. One's is higher than the other, and that's fact. Okay. And that's fact. All right. Because I've never heard nobody say that until today from y'all two. Okay. Never. I've we didn't say it was more. That. We were saying we. I said it was just as important as magic. I disagree. <laughs> okay. I disagree. <laughs> Where um, you at number eight? What your eight was? We we talking about everybody's. Yeah, they got we on him right, right now. Okay. So your ten was Wardell. Your ten was Steph. Your nine was Larry. Who was yep. your eight? Shaq. Okay. What was Tim Duncan on your list? Seven. So seven and eight. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming the reason you got Duncan over Shaq is because he won more. Yes, he uh, he was a better overall player than Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, in, in, in my opinion. Okay, you're six and you're five. Six was Kobe. Five was Bill Russell. All right, who was your four? Four was Magic. So let's do this right. This conversation here. Kobe Bryant wasn't a better <laughs> overall player than Magic Johnson. 
<laughs> I'm asking. A better overall player? Yeah. Yes, but it ain't about career wise. Career five wise. rings, five rings. But you three said, final. What he got? So who, whose impact was bigger to the game? Magic Johnson. Yeah, so or I'm, asking, I'm, I'm asking questions. No, I'm asking you though. I'm just asking who. Was don't the, who's... cut me off to ask me a question when I answer my question. <laughs> you don't want to answer my question. You have a better, a better overall whatever. player. Yes, but that don't mean okay. that you that you higher said, on the list. I just asked the question, and bro. I'm just answering the question. Okay. All right, fade me, bro. Go ahead. All right, that's Go fine. Anytime. You know what I mean? But okay, I just want to. Okay, and who was your three two? Well, your three was who was your three? My three was who was it? Kareem, Kareem, was it Kareem, three, and then mm-hmm. uh, Bron and Jordan. Bron and Jordan. Yes, sir. All right. And and again, I'm not here to get into the LeBron Jordan debate. Like I said, I, I told y'all I'm done with that, bro. I've been no, advised. Talk like about I said, that. I got I got kids. I got a mistress. Bro, I got man. a wife on the side. I ain't trying to get into all that. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm not, not gonna go there. Okay, go ahead. I'm All right. For, well, for me, I put Kareem at ten because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see much of Kareem. Kareem wasn't. Kareem really wasn't a big impact on me seeing some of these guys. I really needed to see Bill Russell. The reason why I got him out of this, what smooth space is, it's respect, bro. He got, <laughs> he got eleven rings, bro. It's, it's respect. I, I put Ward, I put Steph Curry at nine over Larry, and for me. I feel like he had already been in my team. You got Steph at what? I got him at nine. So you got Larry at eight. Oh, I got Larry at eight. I'm sorry. I put Steph. I put Steph at nine. He was already in. He was already in my uh, top ten. Okay. He just moved up one with what he did in this finals, and then Larry Bird. As we just got into, I feel like what he what he done what he did in the areas in the eighties to go toe for toe, blow for blow with Magic. I mean, we've seen we see it still some of the classic moments between those two. In my opinion, they both had a big impact on the game of basketball in the eighties era. That's why I gave Larry Bird at number eight. Tim Duncan, the big fundamental. What can you say about the man? I put him. I put him at. I put him at number seven because he's the best power forward all time, and I think he will continue to be that. I put Shaq at number number six because he's the most dominant force we have ever seen with our eyes. So let me stop you right there. So you got Shaq at six and Duncan at seven. Mm-hmm. Why? Because why I Shaq feel like, over Duncan? I feel like Shaq was more of a dominant player than Tim Duncan. I feel like Shaq, for his career, for for his career, Shaq was very a very dominant player in their prime when they was when they were when they were doing it. Tim Duncan didn't beat Shaq a lot in in his prime. Shaq beat him. So for 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 me, for me that's Mm-mm. that's a part of it as well. Mm-mm. And look, that's not true, what, Black. What you? That's not uh, true. That is true. That's not that's not that, that true, bro. If we go look at it, when they've played head to head, Shaq has won more head to head. D. And I'm not. I'm talking about in their prime now. I'm talking about in their prime. You got to think. Shaq came in '92. Duncan ain't come to '99. And '99, that's when Shaq and the Lakers was going three straight. So that's when yeah, Shaq won. But after that, that's when Duncan them took off. I mean, they won in what '03. They took. They off. beat him in '03 when yeah, the Lakers. But it's still a part of the career, though. Yeah, but that's the that was the separation for me between right. them two. At number five, Bill Russell. It's just respect, bro. That's all it is. That's why I got him at number five. Kobe. It is. <laughs> This man will annihilate you. He will literally rip your heart from your chest. And you can't say nothing about it. That's why I got him at number four for the killer instinct. What he is, what he stands for, what Kobe Bryant means to me. That's what he is. At number at number three, I put Magic. He's the greatest 
610 point guard we ever seen in our life. <laughs> he, <laughs> I mean, the things that he was on. This man won a ring playing the center position at 610. And he beat Larry Bird and them at that playing the center position for, for his second ring. So for me, he's the all time greatest point guard of all time. That's why he's number three. And then uh, Jordan at four. We we not even finna get, I mean Jordan at two. We not even finna get into this back and forth. It is what it is. Conversation for another day. And then Raymond, he my he he the best player in the world to me. Always has been. It's 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 never been a conversation for me. Uh, Michael over LeBron. It's never been that for me. But for me, LeBron is my favorite player of all time. That's why he's number one on my list. All right. Well, me, I went back and forth, honestly, between Kareem and Larry. I had Larry at 10 for a minute, um, but I made the switch uh, as I was completing my list. So Kareem is at 10. I know Kareem is an all-time leading scorer in NBA uh, Well, history. As of right now, that will change in the next few months, obviously, with LeBron on his coattails. But, um, I mean, <laughs> Kareem just so fundamental at his position, racked up a lot of points, won a lot of championships, uh, help rejuvenate that Lakers franchise and get them to start them along with Magic Johnson and everybody else. So let me he deserves you, to be in this spot. Let me ask you this by Kareem with actually both of y'all. When, Le, when LeBron breaks his record, do y'all think he's he, Kareem still should be in the top 10? I think the door will open for Kareem to start to be removed out of the top 10. I don't. I, I didn't say I'm going to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how because he still got six. Chips, right? Yeah, titles. Six chips and five five regular season MVPs. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's much that Kareem, and this is just my list, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody that's going to come along that's going to move Jordan, Kareem, LeBron, Kobe out of the top ten. That's just me. Gotcha. Okay. All right. But Shaq uh, movable. He is. Shaq is okay, movable. Is. All right. And uh, I got Larry Bird at nine. I mean, great player. Great player. He is. Probably the second greatest small four ever. Outside of LeBron James, no, he is the second greatest small forward ever after LeBron James. I mean, he was a he was a nasty guy on the court. Great score, defended tough. Like he helped rejuvenate NBA basketball with Magic Johnson. That's he helped. He was a part right. of that. That's he was a part impact, of that. Right? Yeah, I never said he didn't. <laughs> I said Magic had more. That's all I said. All right. So, so let me ask you this though. Yeah. And like I said, I'll be on his yak, bro. You got to talk to me. I could have sworn you said in the past that you had KD over Bird, though. No? What you mean? I said they had potential to do that. Oh, potential? Yeah. Okay. At that point in time, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. I probably did. But time has gone by since Kevin Durant has not <laughs> mm. been winning championships. Okay. This list could change every year. Could it not? But when we was talking about it, he had won no championships. That's not true. When we were talking about it, he was a No, three. no. We was talking about it last year. He, they went to go to State in 18. What you mean? What you mean? What I mean? We what were just mean? talking about this like last year. And okay, that's nothing fine. has changed in Kevin Durant's Time in between that. So it has changed. Okay. All right. Stuff has changed. Okay. Stuff has changed. Go with your list, bro. My bad. Stuff has changed. All right. Number eight, Wardell. I flirted with putting him at seven above Shaq. I flirted mm. with it. I flirted with it because Shaq's dominance was for a short time. For a short time. I think Wardell has been fantastic probably the majority of his career. Shaq came with Orlando. They did. They think had an early run, but they didn't get it done. They didn't get it done. Even when he got to L.A. at first, it took him a couple years to get going before Kobe come along, and then they sprouted, and we seen the dominant Shaq for, what, about a four- to five-year span? Then after that, when he went to Miami, he was still a piece on that team, but he wasn't dominant Shaq anymore. 
And then after that, going to Boston and so those Miami different spots. Went, Miami went that ring, what I said? I didn't say that. I said he wasn't as dominant as he was in L.A. That's fact. Dwayne Wade was found as MVP. Dwayne Wade was the reason he won that title. Okay. I feel like if Dwayne Wade wasn't on that team, Shaq would not have won that series. He would not. That's just my opinion. We've seen the dominance for a four-year span with Shaquille O'Neal. And I flirted with putting Steph over Shaq. And to be real with you, at some point in time, because Steph's still playing, he will go over Shaq. He will go over Shaq. Um, at six, Tim Duncan. I just think Tim Duncan had a better career than Shaquille O'Neal. Obviously, he won more um, longevity with his career. The big fun. I mean, he just. I mean, I never thought the guy was going to retire. <laughs> I never thought he was going to try, and he was great. He was just a great player for a longer span than Shaquille O'Neal. Number five, Bill Russell. Respect. Just like y'all, respect. Eleven rings. Don't care the era. He got eleven, and he was the focal point of all eleven. So. Uh, Nothing else to be said. Uh, Magic Johnson, I went back and forth with him and Kobe. But I just think Kobe was a better player than Magic, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Magic ain't played defense. He didn't. Kobe made first-team all-NBA defenses several times. And I just think overall player, career, I just think I'm going to give the just a slight nod to Kobe. And even before Kobe's, Kobe's untimely death, he was being celebrated more than Magic in L.A. You started to see that. You start to see more love for Kobe than it was for Magic, in my opinion. In my opinion. In my opinion. All right. At number, I said Kobe was three. Number two, Michael Jordan. <clears throat> One of the greatest of all time. Changed just the culture of basketball. He just changed the culture, everything. Outside of the hardwood, on the hardwood, a winner, an assassin of the highest order. Great defensively, great offensively. Just all around a fantastic player. For all of his career. But I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again. All around my eyes have ever seen the best has been LeBron James. 19 years and he's still doing it at a high level. Uh, Mike ain't do it. He went home twice. He took his ball and went home twice. He played 15 years. That last year with the Wizards was trash. It counts. Everybody want to dismiss and say he won six times in eight years. No, he didn't. Because when he came back, y'all all dismissed when Horace Grant was being lifted in the United Center and the Magic sent them boys home. Nobody talks about it. They skip over it all the time. <laughs> they want to pick up Jordan career when he won ring number four. And that's a fact. They always pick up ring number four, but what about that year before that when my cat the 45 and Nick Anderson stripped them? <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk about that. So six of eight years? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He never beat the Boston Celtics. He never beat them. He never beat the Celtics. They always sent Mike packing. So when we're going to talk about the first six years about joy, when we're going to talk about it, y'all don't want to talk about it. Y'all just want to say it's a part of the story. It, it don't get good to year uh, eight. Man, miss me with that, man. He a great player, but LeBron is simply a little bit better. That's why he's my number one on my list. Mm. Any questions? I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. I don't have the time. So. Yeah, I bet you don't. I bet you don't. All right, so anything else? Uh, anybody want to get out their chest about their top 10? Everything nah, good? Nah, uh, overall, man, these top 10s, all these players that we discussing deserve to be there. Mm -hmm. This lets you know that their careers and the 
what they've done in their careers and then the moments that we've got when it was time to win championships and be finals MVPs and have those moments, those guys delivered that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to us. And it. this was top 10, I feel like it's going to forever be a thing to talk about. Of course. You know, it's, it never gets sold. Yeah. So, but to have the conversation, man, I, I enjoy it. But um, for me, this top 10 list, like y'all said, it, it, it could change a lot. Of players come and come and go. And that's what I enjoy about it the Nature most. Nature of the game. Yeah. Nature of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing where, where Steph ultimately lands. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Warriors got a good team now. He can, yeah. he got a possibility to get into top like five. Top, top five through seven. <laughs> yeah. Something like And that's saying a lot, yeah. um, you know, for a, a guy that's 6'3. Everybody else in my top, I think we all got the same people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's 6'6 six, six are, are, are taller. This man's 6'3. Yeah. Doing what he's doing, man. That's mm-hmm. that's very impressive. So, he, could he ever get in top three? No, never. <sighs> never. 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 He could never he would get have in top to three. Go he, would on, have to, have to, he would have to three go on piece. a crazy run yeah, right now. Four call, piece, something call, like that. What we, what we call crazy, though, he got four rings right now. If he go on a three-piece starting now. Y'all say if he just started, what if he add another, uh, add another finals MVP, another regular season MVP, uh, so, two more rings? So he'll be better than LeBron and Jordan. No, I'm asking in your eyes. I think he, who you had third base. I had I had who did I have yeah, third? Magic I third. had Magic, Magic third, third. So he'll be better than Magic. I think then. it'd be a conversation with Magic. Ooh, I don't know, dog. <laughs> I don't know about that. He one. already got four, and you you see him probably getting what two more in his career? Maybe one. Maybe one. They'll probably maybe get, one. Yeah. You think so? He'll be tied with Magic, right? Mm-hmm. Kobe's tied with Magic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got five. But I don't base mine on rings. I don't base that he mine is. on rings totally. That's just me It's personally. not just rings. Right, no, right, I'm right. just saying the type of play he is small. Yeah. God, we have really never seen before do, do this. That's that got to play some impact in that as well. Yeah, he got to he got to win like <laughs> I'm talking so about like regular so season. So basically, if to be over Magic, he got to win six, not five. No, I'm saying like he like Smooth was saying earlier, like he got to keep having moments, bro. I'm talking about he got to be like the catalyst of like why they winning these why chips like he was shit. this year. But seeing what we seen this year, Smooth, let me ask you, you don't think that can continue? I gotta, gotta see it. I gotta see it. If he does that, but we just they, seen it, right? Say they win. A, yeah, say they win next year. Say they repeat, loser, you then come back and win again. I'm gonna say this. Maybe but we can for, talk. One thing you did say for me was like, other than one game, he he really didn't have no moments. I disagree with. He had moments in his game. No, I, I'm talking about. Them. I'm talking about the clutch moment, the clutch time moments. The That's clutch moments. He, yeah. he put the icing on the cake. It's, well, it's not a knock against him. I'm just I'm just saying that was what that was what D was pointing to. Yeah. Earlier, as far as what he wanted to see from Steph in the finals, yeah, he, he didn't more. see that. He, he stepped up. He had a he had a moment, he but as far as more. that clutch time moment, we didn't see. So, that. your opinion, you don't think he'll be reachable as a top four player? It won't he be has reachable. to be. He has to be the catalyst and the reason why. Okay. Okay. And clutch. I mean, and we got we got to step back from this thing. Maybe two years from now, low win and be like, bro. <laughs> but like you just, but you just said if he was to. Win a few more. We got to have a conversation with him and Bron. You what? just said that. No, no, no. I said that about Bron. Yeah, you just said that. Yes, you did. Yeah, you <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like if he if <laughs> he did, go on. Bro. No, I'm saying if he go on like more than championships. I'm talking about like he got the. We got to look back and be like, bro, this man is the reason why the Warriors three peated. Three straight finals MVPs. Okay. Like, even a regular season MVP in there as well. Like, I got to see a little bit more stretch of dominance from Steph. Same thing with you? What he's saying? Yeah. You agree? Yeah, okay. it, it, it'll, be, it'll be something like that. For the conversation. No, I'll okay. never put him over Braun. 
But okay. just for the conversation. But you'll have a conversation. You would we, never put I him over Brian. I have one with Gotcha. Someone. Okay, all right. But you'll never put him over Brian. I personally okay. won't know. You, that's what you had me thinking, Q. We no, 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 like, no, 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 no. For me, it would never be a conversation. I will have the conversation with someone if I look and be like, bro, Steph got six rings, three finals MVPs, three NBA MVPs. He changed the game. Like, I but mean. You don't think it's doable? <laughs> he got the window, bro. He got the window. As of today, no, as we saw, no, yeah. just answer me. You think, yeah. he, you think it's doable? I'm going to say yeah. It, it is. I'm going to say yeah. It is. With that team. But we got to see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. Okay. We got to see it. I mean, <laughs> it'll just be something. Something and fun to talk I'm, about. I'm here for the uh, opportunity there to, you know, have that. <clears throat> now, before we wrap this thing up, now, don't put your microphone down. One more thing for okay, me, and I'm going to let you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is there any potential on this list in the next year or two? And I know this further conversation down the line that we could see someone jump into this list, this top 10 list that's not in here right now. In the now, next what? In the next year or two. No. That we could see someone jump in this top 10 that is, that is not there. In the next year? Well, there's only one player who has enough accolades right now. And if he can reignite something and get rolling, that's Durant. Okay. Like other than that, no. Like no one else is even close. Yeah, I don't think nobody's close. Gotcha. Okay. I think ten years <laughs> from now, if Giannis can really get rolling, he will probably be next to consider it. But he's not even. And not even like, close. No, no, he's not even. He, you can't even talk about Giannis in the, oh, cool. in the top okay. ten. Okay. But I think just looking at the the style player he is, and we've seen him be dominant, and we know. Well, we think we know if he would have had Chris Middleton against Boston, that he potentially could be a back-to-back champion today. I'm intrigued to see what he does. But the only player that I see, because he I, got the accolades already, is the record. I'm just flirting with stuff out here, bro, because we talking about you. it. It's fun. But listen, listen to me. It's fun. Talking about Giannis, at, when it's all said and done, in y'all opinion, will he go down as the best power forward of all time? Best when power forward? When it's all said and done. Best power forward. Of I thought he was a time. three. No, he's a he's a four. He's a four? Yeah. No, not not in my opinion. Not, I mean, unless unless he's going to run. Like I say, I'm looking at Tim Duncan, everything that he did on that court. What he got? Three I think he got three regular season MVPs. Giannis mm-hmm. got two. Giannis got two. Uh, but he got five rings, man. Giannis got some Giannis work got to do in that, of the year. in that category. He got defensive player of the year, though, smooth. But Duncan two, Okay, I don't two. think Duncan ever won one. it, but Duncan like 15 times yeah, all yeah, NBA oh, yeah, first team. So maybe he didn't well, win it. But made it every year. He didn't been in the league too. First I'm team. Just, I, I, I know what I saw with Duncan. That, I that's, agree that's with what I'm, I'm saying. just asking. I'm could just y- asking. You asking Giannis could, challenge? Could some players be replaced? Could you say oh, he could be challenged, Duncan? I'm going to say could. yes. Okay. Mm, he, has right. enough, he has enough time in his career mm. to Only challenge. Only being 26 years old, yeah, right? Yeah, to challenge Duncan. Okay. He does. I'm just going to say yes. Because he's going to continue to be first team everything. And at, this, and at this point that Giannis is at, and we know the game is so much different, uh-huh. was Tim Duncan doing what Giannis is doing right now in this part of his career at 26 years old? Duncan was phenomenal. He was I phenomenal. Thought, you got to go back and look, man. Like, when <laughs> Duncan they, was phenomenal, no, when man. They beat 26 the, years old? He yes. was phenomenal, no, man. No, when they beat okay. the Pistons, I don't, I forgot what year that was, but the phenomenal. man averaged like, yeah, I remember the lockout he averaged like 26 and 17 to five blocks in the finals, dog. Like and he, he was everywhere. So what did what did Giannis do when he is though? He ain't do that. 
Well, yeah, he averaged what thirty, like thirty and twelve. Double like digits that. rebound, almost it's it's there. I'm, I'm being respectful, dog. He got I, a long, I'm he got a long way to go. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking y'all to pay on what you The answer is yes. That Giannis has. Yes, I mean, if you look at him, like if he can stay healthy. And keep a decent team around him, he gonna have the opportunity. That's what I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. He'll have the opportunity, but Duncan was a bad boy. Yeah, for me, for, for me, boy. I like Giannis, but for me, it's no. Because I'm gonna be respectful. But Giannis I'm also, game, I'm looking at this window, and I just happened to game, I, I just happened to look, look at his bio, and it said he was 26 years old. So I was like, ugh. We saw what all he has accomplished right now. Let me tell you right something. Right now. When he gets Opportunities for like last year, mm. it just showed me a lot, man. That okay. injury that he had, and he came back in that finals and did what he did. I know we got it in him. That's okay. what I'm saying. Gotcha. Okay. I know we got it in him. All right. So we'll see. <laughs> well, but yeah, he would. To me, there's no one else in the NBA outside of Durant and Giannis that could that could creep in that could mess around and shake up this top 10 all the time other than that if I'm missing anybody I don't think that I am no okay I don't think there's no one even after those two that could even have a chance no, to even sniff I don't I just don't <laughs> and that's how rare it is when yeah, you talk about is. the top 10 all the time is. you're literally Definitely. talking generational players players yeah you're right so you're right. We'll, we'll have to see now before we wrap this thing up I received a text before the show started and I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the text. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, this guy right here, he could be the biggest capper of all time. You know, he hit me up, let me know he was sliding through. Smooth. Mm. And said, I'm still heated how you sized me last show, bro. I'm going to need to get a couple of things off my chest, if time permits. Well, brother, <laughs> you got your time. Now, mm. what's good? What's good, No, smooth? no, no. Like I my said, brother? like after the last show, dog, I just went to the house and I was just thinking about that thing. And, you know, <laughs> some people from my camp hit me up, too. They're like, bro, D kind of sized you, dog. <laughs> they, and they was ready to ride, Black. They was ready, they was ready to ride. I said, hey, bro, chill, bro. Chill. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to see what's really good. And then, you know, if, if I need to give you the go-ahead after that, then so be it. <laughs> But um, I know last last show we talked about it, and I didn't have we didn't have time to really get into it because mm-hmm. you asked me did the Warriors need Kevin Durant? Yeah, in 2017 and 2018. Yeah, and of course my take was the truth that they didn't need him, but he was a critical piece, obviously, mm-hmm. to helping them overcome. Still Cleveland. running. <clears throat> Still running from the question. But go ahead. No, 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 no. How? How so, sir? Still running from the question, but go ahead. So, I guess uh, my question to you is, Mm -hmm. and then, no, I'm sorry. After the show, I asked you, is this just based on LeBron or is this based on the totality of what we saw from the two teams? And I think your answer was, it's because it was LeBron, right? Yeah, they needed him for LeBron, yes. The only only way for the Golden State Warriors to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers was it because of LeBron? They, They had to get over LeBron? That was my question. They needed someone to be an equal to LeBron. Yes, that's the fact. To beat the beat that Cleveland Cavaliers those two years. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you said they would never ever they beat them again. Have, in my opinion, no, they wouldn't have beat them. Oh, okay. So, uh, and this is I'm just asking questions. Like I said, that yeah, be having me leaning, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the fact that the Warriors were up two nothing and up three one didn't mean anything because, like I said, I, I don't want to. I think we get stuck on this need. Word, right? Uh-huh. Had Cleveland been up 3 nothing, 
up 3-1 and beat them in 4 or 5, to me, okay, now we can have a car. Yeah, they needed something different, bro. But coming coming off what they came off of, 73-9 the year before, they didn't come back with that team that they had. They were the better team, correct? The Warriors. The, the Warriors were the better team than yeah, the Cavaliers. They had Durant. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm They had Durant. But, but did, that's did what they? they did. They did, truth. And but, without, without Durant, they probably still would have been a better team. You put my you proving my point, brother. You proving my point. So to say they to say they had around him though. That's my point. So to say they needed Durant to beat him, mm-hmm. I can't jive with that, dog. And it, it just makes sense. Now again, did he help? Was he? Did he make them unbeatable? Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think my example that I told y'all was Shaq and Pau Gasol. When the Lakers and Kobe and Shaq was running, we knew they wasn't going. Nobody was gonna beat them, right? Mm-hmm. They were dominant, yeah. total dominance. When Powell came, Lakers weren't dominant, was they? No. But they still won. They still won. And I think, to my point, is what I'm saying is they won before Kevin Durant came. He came. They was unbeatable. <clears throat> they beat Cleveland in five. Swept them the next year. Now we see them pretty much the same core, more pieces. Was this an easy run? No. They had to go uh, six with Boston in the finals. You know, they weren't finna sweep nobody, right? They weren't finna beat nobody in five. No, no good team. Okay. So my point is, is this just a because it's a LeBron James thing that they couldn't could never beat Cleveland again. Even though hold on, even though we've seen multiple times a finals loser come back and beat that same team the next year in the finals. We done seen it a bunch of times, but now just because it's LeBron. The Warriors couldn't have done that. And I just don't understand the logic behind that. I mm. think well, for, for me, and I'm, I'm going to let D go, I think for me, the thing with LeBron in, 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 in that time, I feel like LeBron hadn't cracked the code of that. I think he's figured out how he could beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, it, we've seen it on those games. People say if Draymond was playing, they probably would have beat them. That's neither here or there. Okay, but he came back. And the recipe was... Him and Kyrie mm-hmm. doing the damage, mm-hmm. and everybody else putting in where they get in, where they fit in. You mm-hmm. got Iman Shampton on the defensive side, mm-hmm. RJ Smith making time to shots, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I think they figure out a way to deal mm-hmm. with Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green mm-hmm. without a KD. Mm-hmm. Then they bring KD in the mix, and then you just you just tear the whole shit back up. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't think it was more of being. Of, of a LeBron thing I just feel like It was more of him Figuring out How to beat mm-hmm. The Warriors Assembled then mm-hmm. For me That's what it was mm-hmm. Yeah Draymond I mean uh, Steve Curtin, they Steph They knew They were figured out They knew They were figured out Look at the last Four, four games No it was 3-1 So LeBron had to win three Alright so look at The last three victories In that 3-1 Look at them Look at them Two mm-hmm. straight blowouts One in Cleveland one in Golden, one in Golden State, one in Cleveland, and then you get back for a game seven for all the chips. The two best players on the floor were Kyrie and LeBron, not <clears throat> Steph Curry, not Klay Thompson, not Draymond Green. Black said it beautifully: the two gunners gun them down. Mm-hmm. They had no answer for those two guys. Richard Jefferson, J.R. Smith, Shumpter, everybody came in and did all of the dirty work. Played sound defense, got timely stops. LeBron figured them out. Golden State as a symbol, if healthy, versus the Cleveland Cavaliers as a symbol, if healthy, were not going to beat them. They were not. They, in their bath towels, standing outside of the confetti falling from the Bay Area. Hold on, bro. Let me get this on. (laughs) 
from the Bay Area Arena falling from the sky, called Kevin Durant and said, brother, it's a problem out here. You are the only one on earth that can come uplift us out of this bondage. That is a fact. Because if you hear and see the way LeBron James was talking and the way Kyrie Irving was playing, psychologically, the Golden State Warriors were mentally weak. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, the only thug they had riding was Draymond. And it's a shame he had to get you 36 and go to the house. So again, they needed Mm. Kevin Durant to rise back to championship Mm. status. Mm. Because we saw when he got hurt against the Toronto Raptors, they didn't get it done. They went home. They were down the whole series. Toronto never gave up the lead, even before Clay went down in game five. They never had the lead in that final, sir. <laughs> and I, I I just don't understand the the logic of they had to get in a bath towels and Draymond in a car crying. Who's to say had they beat Cleveland, they still wouldn't go try to recruit Durant. They would. That's what you do. You why they not? Won't. You try to better your team. I don't think they would have. Well, they guess what? Well, you know what I'm saying? We'll never know. So regardless we, we of how he, regardless of how he got we there, never he, seen in the sports. And I get that, brother. What I'm saying is, regardless of how he got there, he got there. He got right? it because he was exactly. needed. Exactly, he got he was on the team. He so, was needed. You, so, so let me ask you this move. This is ridiculous. So you, no, this you is true. At, at one point, at one point in that series that we talking about, you never got the notion of like, well, damn, LeBron and they didn't kind of figure this figure this out. No, like, I never did. I I know what I was. So watching. you think that team as that team that team as a symbol, Liar, bro? Right along without KD, the very next year where they came back and beat a. That was the better. Kyrie. That was the better team. Nine, does the nine better times team always out of ten, win? for the most part, they do. That was the first time we ever saw somebody come back down three one. Mm-hmm. So that's what that, that's what I'm saying. They were the better team. They had been the better team over the the years before when they went seventy three and nine when they won the first chip. They was the best team, right? So yeah, so you can say when yourself if they would have huh? won, they would without KD. They would have came me, back. Personally, and won. they they would. I know I watched Harrison Barnes clank every shot he shot, and he was a part of the in, team in that finals, and he was a part of that team. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So. Okay. You replace that with somebody else. It, Kevin Durant. It ain't got to be a the Kevin Durant. In the league. I point to an Andrew Wiggins, somebody similar of that nature. Who at would, that point was an Andrew listen, Wiggins? Listen, would though. they have swept the Cavs? No. Would they have won in five? No. But they would have beat them. I believe they would have beat them. You know why? Because I'm a basketball historian, and I know how it go. And you sickened me, <laughs> both of you. Because I actually wasn't about LeBron. You said no, but everything you said was Bron, Bron, Bron. It wasn't no, Cleveland. Said, it was Bron, 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 Bron. Yes, it was. I didn't say, didn't say that. I said him and Kyrie. Not you, Black. I love you, Black. I didn't say that. It's him. It's him. Didn't say that. Everything is Bron, Bron. Yes, it is. I said Kyrie and LeBron were the best players on the floor. Did I not say that in my soliloquy? I said they were the best on the floor. Correct. It was proven. For three straight games at Steph Curry. For one series, it was. Who was the best player on that team? Was he not? Was Steph Curry the best player on his team? Yes. Was Klay Thompson the second best player on that team? Yes. LeBron and Kyrie are the best two players on the Cavs, correct? Yes. Correct? What does that mean? I'm about to tell you. They laid the wood on them boys. 40 and 40. 45 and 41. Get them out of here. And then when it was time for the rest of the team to do the dirty work in game seven, they were available. 
to do the dirty work. That they mentally, you don't take that into consideration, smooth, and that's fine. No, I am for that series, but yeah. we, I'm talking about moving forward. And every time Seth Curry would see LeBron James going no, forward, he would have shook a little bit. And that's bit. fine, bro. He would have shook a little bit. That's what you believe. And if he's in the dumps, Golden State don't win. I don't believe Steph Curry rises. And and, and you know what's crazy. And, and you know what's crazy. Like and you look at it after they <laughs> you look at it after they got KD and and people say regular season don't play a huge part, which I really don't think it do. But Christmas Day be something serious. And when they when when the Cavs beat them Christmas Day with KD, them boy was really hot about that shit, bro. They was really hot yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Like they was like, damn, well we got KD, we can't even beat them Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That really play a part in pe- on on people's <laughs> psyche, even though they beat them in end up beating them in five or whatever it was. But oh. I'm just saying, bro. Like, more more for me, more for me, more for me. I think we'll never know. I think they had LeBron, Kyrie, them figured out a way to beat the Golden State Warriors. And I'm not saying that they didn't for that series. Kind of did, but no, no. But like I said, we seen. Isaiah lose to the Lakers, come back the next year and beat them. You right. We yeah. see, we seen uh, Magic and them lose the Bird next year, come back and beat them. Mm-hmm. We seen the Spurs lose to the Heat next year, come back and beat them. So to say for sure, we know that when it came back, I think that's disrespectful, dog. I don't think, I think so. I, I think it is. This dude. is the best player in the nah, world, bro. Nah, bro. This is the best player in the world, and we seen the best players on the Golden State Warrior teams be suffocated. <laughs> we seen it. We seen it. We seen Steph Curry be absolutely in that series. Yes, we seen Steph Curry absolutely not be available in one series. And a yes. year after that, when they played the Toronto Raptors, well, after the LeBron and the Cavs and Warriors thing was over, we saw against the Raptors. What did Steph Curry do? Average thirty. They never led in the series. Smooth. They never led. Okay. They had to get Kevin Durant to come back, and they knew his Achilles would come pop any second. They knew it. What they they knew it. What what they got to do with the Cavs? And he came down two games to one against Toronto. Came down and gave you seven straight. KD came down and gave you seven straight. Everybody named mama was texting me, oh, boy, the Warriors finna come back and win this thing. Pop goes the Achilles. Down goes Durant. Two games later, down go the Warriors. But the Warriors ended up winning that game, right? They lost. That KD, that KD went out in? I think they, they won. They, they, lost I think they won that game. They, they lost the game. series. Oh, okay, yeah, they, they yeah. lost the series because guess what? Guess what? Steph Curry <laughs> and the Warriors, as constructed, couldn't win it again. They couldn't at that time. They just couldn't. They couldn't. That's why Kawhi Leonard... And Kyle Lowry and the Toronto Raptors were champions that year. That's why. Because so without you Kevin Durant, so you don't think without what? Kevin Durant, the Warriors were not winning any more titles in that period in that era. So you that's saw, a fact. So I just got this. You saw what Clay was doing. They that lost. game five, whatever game five or whatever. You don't think. No, you don't think with a healthy Clay who had thirty nope. in the third quarter, nope. you don't think with a healthy nope. Clay Defense? they can nope. they can go to no, Toronto. No, nope. on, dog. See, that's nope. what I'm saying. Ain't real, dog. Ain't real. The Raptors was real. gonna win the championship yeah, regardless. Not in, not in, not in, not at the Warriors, bro. With a with a healthy we saw, Clay. We saw it two years before LeBron come in. Shut the lights out. LeBron ain't got. They shut the lights out in the building. But hey, we can talk about this all day, man. Got no LeBron, bro. But as I said, as I said. The Durant-led Warriors, he was needed. No matter what you try to paint it up to be, smooth, he was needed. But like you said, I'm going to give you the ball back in your court. We'll never know. Hmm. 
We'll never know. But you know, like I know, you sicken me uh, with your conversation. Uh, All right. <laughs> so shout out to my brother Smooth for coming through for another great episode of the Sports Desk. I had a lot of fun this show. My voice is about halfway gone. I just enjoy their energy, the conversation. It's always a great time when me and Black get to have our brother Smooth in the building, man. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys were able to take some. Please. Hit up my cell phone, hit my Twitter, hit my Instagram, anybody. And whoever your homeboys is, Smooth, they can come on here too. <laughs> they All of them can get it. Matter of fact, tell them to press play at 154 this episode. If you Smooth homeboy and you want to come through here, you can get it too. <laughs> Sign Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. You heard me? Y'all boys get ready to ride. All right. <laughs> Black in the day before we get out. Yeah, man. Just wanted to give a quick shout out. I know we don't ever talk about hockey on the sports desk, but shout out to the Colorado Avalanche on becoming Stanley Cup champions once again for the third time in their shout out to team the history. Shout champions. out to them. Champions, champions. All right, man. So we getting ready to turn the page, man. We're getting ready to get into this football, this NFL, this college football, man. So uh we're gonna be changing uh Switching gears, so to speak. I'm pretty sure we're free agency and everything coming around for the NBA. Of course, we'll be getting that in there as well. But it's almost football time. So we'll be switching gears on that. All right. Smooth, appreciate you, my brother, for coming in, having that talk. Always a great time when you were in the building. And uh, it's always a pleasure. All right. So until next time, man, y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. Y'all take care of yourselves. And if, uh, you know, if you haven't already, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. That it's a new sports show out here, man. It's the sports that's man. Dean Black, we give it up every week, man. Tell your uncle, your daddy, your brother, your barber, the dude who cuts your yard, the dude who clean your pool, the people who come over to fix your air conditioning because it's hot out this thing. Y'all need that Freon. Lord knows I know about it. <laughs> tell your baby mama, your baby daddy, your side chick, your principal, your side dude, whoever. Tell them all to check out the sports desk. All right? Y'all be cool like there. Hey, this reduced lunch spots, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.